0: Today we have uh, Zamir Nazarali chatting to me. He is an employment law and HR professional. He's the CEO of the Simplify Group and a firm that teaches companies to embrace employee relations in its truest form, including employee engagement. So it's really nice to have you Zamir, hope you're well.
1: Hi Heidi, good, good to be here, thank you for having me along.
0: We're very much concentrating um, today on, on employee engagement, but really looking at bit before and how that needs to happen so a while back Zemi you chatted to me about mindset and culture shift as probably the very initial steps um, before employee engagement can even take place or take effect so i guess i want to ask you what behaviors in a business will demonstrate um, employee engagement is low due to leadership mindsets now what what should companies look out for
1: Yeah, So you're quite right in terms of what we discussed. Um, Unfortunately, sometimes employee engagement is seen as, you know, um, rolling out a a number of perks and incentives and hopefully employees will feel that, you know, that there's more to lose if they leave the company. But as as you've highlighted, um, it starts with the mindset of the leadership. um, And that's really, really vital because if the leadership at a business don't feel and believe in that employee engagement movement, it's never going to come across naturally and and, and genuinely. Um, and so you, you've got a number of key factors which are, which are quite prominent in a number of organizations, to be honest. It's, it's very easy to slip into this mode because as a business owner or a leadership, a uh, person in leadership, you know, you're trying to hit targets, you're trying to keep your company afloat, especially in this type of environment. Uh, you're trying to do what's necessary to get things moving and and to survive, um, and and then that disconnect sort of creeps in. Um, so key key examples would be a lack of uh, positive appraisals and consistent appraisals. So having robotic and mechanical forms where you just tick 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 tick, yep, that looks good, let's move on, uh, is quite prominent, and and not enough time maybe is given to having a valuable conversation with your employees, seeing, checking in that you know on their well-being, seeing how they're doing, seeing what anxieties they might have. Again, citing the current uh, period that we're facing, um, there's going to be more than just work-related anxiety and stress. There's going to be things going on at home, you know, uh, if people have been on furlough and, and receiving less income, how have they been managing, now they're coming back into work. Are they coming back with some, some emotional or physical or monetary baggage, um, so I think those are the key sort of telltales uh, where you have I guess a lack of communi- real communication.
0: How does a company, no matter what size, continue to empower their teams with decision-making and management of their own success? I mean how must they keep up the momentum because it's it's okay doing it once and uh, saying this is what you've got to do but how do you keep that momentum up? So. Is there is this through the use of like a, we we're talking about performance technology or just continuously inf- reinforcing that leadership mindset?
1: Um, we had uh, an events company and and, and studio yeah. hire company um, going really well. The business was was sort of growing at a steady pace, um, but the internal issues were very clear. So the, the the sole director at that time he felt very frustrated because. Uh, He liked obviously to keep in touch with his employees and and be there for them and he he adopted an open door policy and and that open door policy drove him mad because he'd be you know trying to close a big deal or trying to negotiate something someone walks in right I need to talk to you about my holiday form and I'm being a bit flippant sometimes it wouldn't be as simple as that there would be other things you know. but it would constantly disturb his flow. And I think what we established with him after, after some assessment, and I think self-assessment is key in this process, um, we realized that he wasn't behaving as a leader. And what I mean by that is uh, leadership uh, genuinely should be strategic because effectively you're the captain of the ship, you're steering the ship, you're making sure it's, the direction is correct. Um, and so that, that you know, there's someone who can guide through those choppy waters um, and you shouldn't be on the dock doing doing the work that needs to be done there or, you know, anywhere else but, you know, by the steering wheel, because that, that's essential. It's the roadmap for your whole business. Um, and so that's what he was finding, that he was so involved in the operations that he couldn't strategically look back and see how to develop the company culture. And the reason he was... Um, so operational is because his recruitment wasn't in line with his growth. Uh, and, and so recruitment and growth is always a, a very contentious area I've found with clients. Um, they, they will constantly tell us, oh, we've got to employ people to do the work to be able to grow. And, and my argument is, no, we need to create a roadmap and, and create a vision of what you see as the team to deliver your optimal value and service, to bring your dream to life. So not just filling in gaps because we've got more clients now, we need to deal with them, but it's, look, in five years time, where do I need to be to deliver this fantastic dream of a business that I've, I've put together? And so we started looking at his structure. And a, a term that is sometimes underestimated um, is the people plan. And so in, in his situation, we realized there needed to be a layer of management to take away those day to day issues, which are very important, but not, necessary for him to get involved in. It took a good six to eight months to get that structure in place and for him to arrive at that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But ultimately when he did, he now is able to step back as a strategist and also spend time implementing his leadership vision and, and like you said, revisiting what he finds important. And you know, his people are vital to him and having great relationships is really, really important. And so now he can spend more time assessing people not just based on performance appraisals and what comes back but actually having conversations and checking in and seeing if they're okay and so that has transformed his business to being a steady ongoing uh, uh sort of company to one that's really been able to step up the challenge because he's at, at the helm and he's able to strategize and he's able to keep in touch with the people below without being lost in the day-to-day if you like the business term, working on the business rather than in the business.
0: So, what about reward and recognition? I I, I feel it could be it's more of a prize um, following a meeting of these minds that you're talking about. Uh, you talk about the, you know making sure everyone is on the same page. So, um, first of all, I want to know what you have, what you feel about reward and recognition, um, and in what form it should be um, delivered. Um, and can one program really affect the engagement of all employees, um, you know, is there such a thing? Is there a silver silver bullet, I guess?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great, great question. Um, I think, so we, we've established that it's a bit of a journey and I think the reward and recognition part is often the, the final piece rather than the first piece. Um, and it takes many different forms as well, as we know. There's a lot of options out there. I think the first thing to understand is what makes your team tick. That's really, really important. So for example, um, I've had clients who, um, you know, would put a bonus structure together, a commission structure together, and think that is the reward and the recognition, and and they get muddled up along the way. Whereas that is a recognition of the effort they're putting in, it's not such a recognition of them being part of the fibre of the company. It's it's a it's a very it's a very obvious way to to sort of reward someone. Um, and, and, you know, bonuses come and go. So it's not something that leaves a very lasting impression sometimes. Um, so I think it's really important to engage with the team, understand where they're at, what 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 is it they find valuable. So, for example, having a perks um, platform that provides shopping discounts might be very important to one side of the team. But you might have another side of the team who actually just want a bit more time to do charity work or attend sporting events or do fundraising so you know it's also important to understand how as a business not just because it's your corporate responsibility but because genuinely you want to you want to enhance and sort of champion the causes that your team and the individuals of your team find important sort of finding ways to get involved in, in things they find important because I think that's what breeds loyalty people can recognize when you care about what they care about if that makes sense I think that's really, really important. So sometimes it's not just the physical giving of a perk. It's sometimes a bit more, it's again, as I said, you've got to get a bit in depth with your employees. Uh, And sometimes it's difficult. It is difficult because if you have a large team, you can't be everywhere. So that goes back to the previous point of having the right structure in place where you've got your champions on the ground, checking in with their own teams and, and filtering in the right way back um and yeah that's through constant self-assessment i think year to year it can change um but sometimes you know people can take things for granted as well so you need to shake it up a little bit every so often.
0: you've got a very uh, refreshing sort of take on employee relations and um and it's not just about the people it's about how they mix like you said into the fiber of a business so so yes tell us tell me about simplify group and and where you're you know where you're going
1: absolutely um, so um, the group uh, has now sort of uh, evolved over the last seven years and we have sort of different facets to the business. So um, we have a, a business law commercial service that, that serves businesses in terms of their legal commercial needs. Uh, we have an insurance side where we provide protection insurance for both employees, employers as a group and, and individuals as well. And then the, the sort of center point is Simplify ER, which, are as, which is our employee relations and HR consultancy, where again, we support typically SMEs um, in terms of not just not just outsourcing the HR admin, but outsourcing the HR philosophy and, and helping them build those people plans. But we're very blessed to have just come out of um, our, our accreditation assessment with investors and people. So now we've certified as an investor in people. Uh, as Simplify ER, which is a great honor. We we love to talk about employee engagement, and and but I always always say to my team, we've got to we've got to walk this talk. And so for us, that was a real great way to benchmark of where we're at as a company, so that we can go out and and sort of help motivate and inspire others. We're trying to make our service and our delivery technologically sound and and really cool, really funky. We want to move away from this whole, you know. Um, Legally's way of, of of managing HR we don't we don't like that structure. We like to be a bit crazy Bit creative, you know uh, clients think we're absolutely nuts sometimes exactly. um, But yeah, it builds the relationship which is great and we're spending a lot of our energy right now on, on creating um, employee engagement courses and and sort of um, takeaways so we can really help clients not just find the start of their journey, but you know supercharge their, their movement towards you know having a more engaged workforce